All right, what's happening? What is going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. How we doing out there? Uh, for those who don't know, I do another podcast. Going to get a little plug in here. Uh, it's called College Football Tailgate. I do it with a couple other people. It's a, it's a good college football show. We talk a lot of sports betting on there. So if you like college football, I would check out College Football Tailgate. We did a Big 12 preview today, and that should be available in the next uh, couple days. So check that out. Give them a follow if you aren't already. And uh, as a result, it's going to be a little bit of a shorter podcast for us here today. Uh, got a few things to talk about, but let's jump into Madden ratings. I think this is really interesting. I believe that this is kind of detrimental to sports bettors, right? At least public sports bettors, because the way that Madden ratings work, I believe, is very common with how a lot of people view the sports world in general. So what do I mean? Okay, here's what I mean. Madden ratings, it's a huge deal every year, right? Every late July, early August, EA comes out with their Madden ratings and everyone goes crazy. Oh, what's Aaron Rodgers ranked? What's so-and-so ranked? What's Russell Wilson ranked? What's right? And people have their debates. It's posted. Even players get, get into it, right? You, you hear running backs and receivers. Oh, I'm faster than that or blah, 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 right? So it's a big deal. It makes headlines. It makes news. Clearly, there's not a whole lot going on late July for football anyway. So obviously, it's going to make news. But I think it's actually detrimental because what Madden ratings do is it reinforces the idea that these players are exactly that good. And it may change a little bit over the course of the season, but not much, right? It gives the impression that players don't aren't fluid. And being a sports better, looking at data and how players perform, not just on a year-to-year basis, not just on a month-to-month basis, not just on a game-to-game basis, I'm talking within games. There is a great variety how everyone plays. I'm talking the most consistent players of all time, Tom Brady, right? One of the most consistent quarterbacks in the history of the NFL. Within individual games, Tom Brady has played like a 75 one quarter and come back and played like a 95 the next quarter. So to think that they, these players are one number and that's how good they are, that is so far from the truth of data, handicapping, sports betting, just human performance. It does, us, it does us no good to think about things that way. But the issue is, I believe, many people look at teams, players, coaches this very way. right? Ask one of your friends who's an NFL fan, hey, what do you think of Baker Mayfield? Chances are they say, ah, he sucks, right? And I'm not going to argue with that. He's not a great quarterback. But ask him about Andy Dalton and Kirk Cousins and all these kind of polarizing quarterbacks that that people have their opinions about, right? Kirk Cousins is actually probably a great example. You know, I don't think a lot of people would have Kirk Cousins in their top five, probably not top 10. And I'm not saying he is a top 10 quarterback, but any given game, any given quarter, he can absolutely play like one of the best quarterbacks in the National Football League. Guarantee this year, he's going to have many quarters, many halves, many games where he ranks top of the NFL. Guarantee it. Kirk Cousins will also have many games where he's average to below average. So this idea that Aaron Rodgers is an 86, that, that, you know, Aaron Donald is a 99, you're telling me every play of every game in every situation, Aaron Donald's a 99. I know he's a great player. I know he's one of the best D linemen in the league, but that's not how things work in the real world. But you know, the funny thing This isn't just Madden ratings. As I said earlier, this is how most people view most things. You ask people about players, teams, and coaches, you know the right answer for almost every player, team, and coach in in the NFL. 
if they're good, oh yeah, they're good. They're they're let's hold the let's pump the brakes. So they're not great. They're really good. And if they're bad, okay, they're bad, but they're not that bad, right? That's sort of the truth. The truth is most things are in the middle in life. Most things are in the middle in sports. But most of you out there, when you when you view this, and I'm trying to ridicule, I'm not trying to call you out, but this is the truth. Most people in the public who bet sports look at things on the extremes. Oh, they're great. Oh, they suck. Oh, they're amazing. Oh, they're horrible, right? So that's the thing that, that, that that's my main takeaway. And I've talked about this before. I think Madden ratings and video game ratings do a huge disservice because it reinforces to all these hardcore sports fans, oh, these players are great. Oh, these players do suck. Oh, this player is a 76 or an 85 or a 93. It's like, not always, okay? There are going to be lots of fluidity, lots of nuanced things in the real world. We have to understand that. So it's only going to do, do you a disservice if you never, ever, ever bet on Baker Mayfield or you always, always, always bet on Patrick Mahomes, right? I guarantee this year, Patrick Mahomes is not going to go 18-0 and against the spread or 17-0, however many games they play, but I, he's not going to go undefeated ATS. Baker Mayfield, I guarantee you, if anyone wants to take me up on this bet, DM me, we'll make it. I guarantee you, Baker Mayfield is not going 0-17 against the spread considering he starts all 17 games. It's just not going to happen, right? But but a lot of you out there, oh, I never bet on Baker Mayfield. Oh, I always bet on Patrick Mahomes. There's, there's a lot in the middle, and we have to remember that. Madden ratings, do a huge disservice. All right, before we wrap today's show up, I want to let everyone know what the next few weeks are going to be looking like. Busy, busy time of the year for sports betting. And it's funny because we go from the the slow time, baseball, not a whole lot going on. And then all of a sudden, a lot happens at once. Now, in prep, I've been getting ready for college football for several months now. I'm actually starting my NFL prep uh, I started it like a week ago. And the reason is college football, think about it. There's you know, 130 teams with a lot more uh, changes. You know, the NFL, there's obviously change, free agency, retirements, you know, draft picks, things like that. But you, you look at a college football team compared to an NFL team, way more change in college football. So not only are there a lot more teams, there's a lot more to handicap and a lot more to get ready for in terms of change. I've been doing college football homework since like May. So it's it's kind of... Like, I'm ready for the season to start, kind of sick of doing all this prep work, and it's almost here. But the NFL, I just simply don't need that much time. Everything's pretty much ready to go, and we're kind of starting uh, late late uh, July, early or late uh, July, early August. So anyway, uh, next few weeks, here's what it's going to look like in terms of the calendar for sports betting. This weekend, this Friday, is the first English championship game. Now, for those who have been listening to this show for a while, one of my best sports in most consistent, most profitable sports is the second division of English soccer, right? The Premier League, Premier League is the first division of English soccer or football. Football for all my my European listeners. Um, but uh, the uh, where was <laughs> I? Uh, the second division of English soccer is called the Championship, right? And then the the third division is called League One. The fourth division is called League Two. So. The Premier League and the Championship, that's where I've been doing a lot of my my damage in soccer the last couple of years. And the EFL, it's also called the EFL, right? So if you type in EFL soccer or EFL Championship or English Championship, you're going to get the same league, right? The EFL uh, Championship. But that starts this weekend. So this Friday is the first game. I think it's uh, off the top of my head, Blackburn and West Brom. And then Saturday morning, we are off and running with the EFL. And the weekend after that, just one week after that, the Premier League is back. So soccer is back pretty much. Starting this week, soccer returns 
full, you know, it's going to be here every single week. I'm so excited and so ready for that and very prepared for that too. So soccer's back uh, this weekend with the championship and then the Premier League, Premier League is back the week after that. Fast forward just a few weeks from that point, 826. So August 26th, we've got uh, zero week of college football. And we've already given out a couple picks for zero week. I will have more bets coming up likely for zero week. That's when college football starts. I don't care whether you say it's week one, blah, blah, blah. That's when college football starts. So these next few weeks, soccer's back. The 26th of August, week zero, college football's back. And then just a few weeks after that, September 10th, week one of the NFL is back. So you can see this next month or so, a lot of sports coming back, a lot on the horizon. And that's going to mean a few things. One, more picks, more handicaps, more opportunity. And we've got to focus in. If you've been a baseball better all year, it's funny. What do you do? Do you do you do you pivot? Do you go immediately to soccer and, and football? Do you keep betting baseball? Right. So there's a lot of people. I'm not saying there's a right or wrong. Everyone out there who makes money doing this or just has fun doing this. Y'all have your own approach. Right. My approach is I bet I, my approach is it, it's funny. I do whatever I will do for myself to make the most amount of money. So just because there's nothing going on right now, I bet a lot of baseball, but I'll admit baseball in terms of my efficiency and in my expectations, it's probably middle tier for how I do, right? It's, I, I don't do as well at baseball as I do with hockey or soccer or um, maybe like college basketball later in the season, things like that, right? I'm willing to admit that. Now, I'm still profitable, but as we move through August and September, I will likely bet less baseball and more of these other sports because there's more of an opportunity for me to make money. That's how I do things. That's where I find the, the lowest hanging fruit out for me. So that's what I'll be doing. But that's not what everyone should be doing. Whatever works for you is the goal. For me, that's just the key. It's whatever is going to make me the most amount of money any given day, any given week. That's what I'm going to focus on. So a lot coming up this next week. And uh, yeah, a lot coming up this week too. So stay tuned tomorrow, the How to Be a Pro series. Until then, good luck whatever you have going on today or tonight. Hope you catch some winners. We'll talk to you tomorrow here on, right here on Sports Betting Daily. <laughs>